Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to this week's live stream where we're going to be talking about about stop turning off your winning ads. Um, so it's a big issue, and um, luckily we're joined by none other than Thomas to go through the do's, the don'ts, and everything in between. Hi, Thomas. How are you? Hi, Aidan. I'm good, thanks. Hi, hey, everybody out there. So, yes, this week we're talking about a subject that comes up a lot. I see people doing this all of the time, and uh, it's really not a great idea and that is turning off ads that are either break even or just profitable or in fact even very profitable um and just not that being picked up and noticed and then turning off the ads so this really isn't great the more pixel fires that you get on the purchase event especially if you're optimizing for purchase the better because it gives facebook more data to optimize the other ad sets to the, that you've got running so anything that's break even or better uh, really you should be leaving on and trying to get as many of those going at the same time as possible because uh, also ads have a life cycle they sometimes you have a good day on an ad sometimes you have a bad day on an ad so if something's break even it could stay break even or get a little bit better but yes it's all always those pixel fires that you you want to keep going so it's very important to review your ads and really understand exactly how much money you're making from those ads. So you need to see the exact amount of items on average that are purchased. So you see one purchase event, but that doesn't mean that they only purchase one product. They could be purchasing two, three, four, five, six products at a time. And so you need to know exactly what's in there. Uh, and you can look at that by looking at your, in Facebook, it will show you how much money the ad set has generated. So it will give you your return on ad spend and you need to calculate your return on ad spend versus your cost exactly to what it needs to be for the items that you're selling. So um, if you were selling a digital item with no overheads, with no, no, you know, where you were taking 100% of the profit, then anything of an, a, a return on ad spend of one or better would be okay. When you've got a POD product with Motif, then okay, you, you do have to pay for the base price that comes out of the profit. So you just have to know exactly what that is and then keep a calculation of it. And you will find if you get that calculation right, that um, you're, you have been turning off almost certainly ads that were actually profitable or at the very least break even. And really you, you definitely don't want to be doing that. So on paper, for instance, you could have an ad set where you've spent $120 and got 12 purchases, but you're only making $11 per item sold. However, you're selling more than one item each time. So you could be selling two every time, which means that you would have just turned off an ad set that was actually doubling your money, but you didn't realize that because you weren't looking at the return on ad spend. You were only looking at the cost per purchase and you hadn't done all of the calculations to know your numbers. So whenever you're selling anything, the first thing is that you need to know your numbers exactly. And if you're spending money, you need to know what you're spending, how much you're getting back. And, and don't just rely on what Facebook sells. You actually look on your dashboard, make sure that you know what, exactly what's coming in and definitely keep those ads running uh, at break even or better, which is going to be a much higher number than you would originally thought of thought. No, oh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it's um, kind of a, a schoolboy error when people do this without running the numbers. Um, and yeah, it's uh, you hate to see it. You definitely hate to see it. 
Well, the thing is, most people don't see it, and that's the problem because they're looking at they're looking at numbers and they they think that it's one thing, but it's actually another thing. So the other the, the other part of this is what time frame do you look at to review your numbers? You should look at the last seven days. So you should never be doing this. And it's, it, on the first day, you should be looking at your cost per link click and all of that other stuff, cost per add to cart. Um, whether you've got a purchase or not, okay, that's one thing. But after you, an ad's got through that, an ad set's got through that, you need to look back at the last seven days. If you're just looking at today every day, then you're going to have a good day, a bad day on an ad. But actually, yeah. over the last seven days, it would have been profitable. So you need to you, you need to look at the last seven days, not just at the at today uh, when you're reviewing an ad that's been running for a while. Otherwise, you will definitely be turning off ads that in a day or two's time will be profitable again. And there are also days of the week where some ads, some niches, I, I just always do poorly and other days where they do better. So you might have, say, Saturday where you always do poorly. And if you review your ads just on Saturday's performance, then you'll turn them off even though they would have been profitable for the rest of the six days. So it's very important to review the last seven days, look at the last seven days, know your numbers, know exactly what you're getting per purchase. Facebook will show you that. It calculates it. You can see that the numbers in there. Look at the return on ad spend and know exactly what return on ad spend you need to at least be profitable. Do not just go on the cost per purchase. It will it, it will ruin your it will ruin your day. Um, you you need to you need to know your numbers right down to exactly what it is. And even if it's just a, a losing a tiny little bit, maybe 30, 40 cents, you can still keep that running because it's worth. You're still building up a retargeting audience. So that's the other point of this. You can have 10 ad sets that are all break even or even slightly worse than break even, although I, I would try and keep at least break even. But then you've got a retargeting ad that could be picking up and making a lot of money uh, uh, and filling in those gaps. So it's really important that you try and get as as much in and keep that rolling over as much as you can. And don't just look for the ones that are obviously making, oh, that one's obviously making, oh, I'm getting purchases for 3 $4 dollars. Um, there's you're if you're just only leaving those ones on, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. Yeah, no, definitely retargeting is a is a is a huge opportunity, and it's 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 like like we've said before, like people might have been in the middle of buying it, but their train came, you know. Uh, there's 101 reasons why someone yeah. couldn't just get it just then and there. Yep, yeah, that's it. So. Yeah, maybe they only viewed it for a second. Maybe they didn't mean to click on it right then, but you've still got them in the audience and you can still retarget yeah. to them. And uh, the more ads that you've got running, the more the bigger your retargeting audience is going to be, the bigger your add to cart view content purchase audience is going to be. And you need those audiences to be as big as possible. So Facebook or whichever ad platform you've got, this is going to be true for however you're running traffic, um, has more to optimize for. Yeah, and that's I suppose uh, one way of thinking about it is all the all the break even campaigns that you you keep running. That's just sort of a an investment into the pixel in a sense, isn't it? You're sort of building well, it as an asset. Yeah, you're building the pixel, but you're also building your retargeting audience. So that yeah. if only if you've got a conversion rate of five percent on that uh, ad set itself, and it's break even, well, that means ninety five percent didn't buy, and you can retarget them. And if you get two percent of those people to buy on another ad set that's running and retargeting, now you've got a seven percent, which would have been profitable in the first place. So, 
it's very important that you know your numbers. You keep stuff running that is at least break even or better, and uh, you, you even even push uh, quite hard to to get stuff running that's break even or better because uh, most people, I'm going to say most people, are not getting this right all of the time, and they're turning off ads and ad sets that are definitely uh, definitely helping them, and they just don't realise that that's the case. Guys, what do you think so far? So far, any comments or questions? Anything uh, you guys want us to, to to elaborate on? Anything at all, guys? How are your Mother's Day designs going? Your Father's Day soon to be? How are they going? I'd love to hear. So a big push now for Mother's Day. You should all be getting custom text ready on cushions, other products, mugs. Make it funny uh, with Mother's Day, even an engagement ad. Uh, targeting the US so your, your, your classic niches family Christianity that kind of thing um, anything to do with family is 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 big and yes with just engagement ads if you make a funny design so inject a bit of humor into the design put some custom text on it and then start driving traffic to that uh, sorry just driving that as an engagement ad even that can take off and be profitable it's a huge opportunity it's a massive, uh, uh, massive sales event in the US and absolutely this weekend coming up is the time to do it. So in combination with that, now that you know that you shouldn't be turning off your ads when they're at least break even, you should be able to absolutely crush yeah. Mother's Day. Yeah. And uh, Marcus, it's uh, good to hear that you're hyped for Mother's Day and you're uh, absorbing the knowledge. We had another question. Um, is coffee a good niche? It can be. It can be a good niche. People like coffee. People are passionate about coffee. But if you're gonna if you're gonna target coffee, you have to. Uh, you probably just targeting the uh, coffee in general isn't going to be good enough. You're going to have to go and find some quite specific interests within coffee. Maybe a type of bean. I'm not sure what's in there. Um, but it's 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 definitely something that uh, people are passionate about, care about more in the United States. A little bit, it's opening up more on in the continent, on continental Europe. But yeah, there are very expensive uh, beans, very expensive coffee machines. Um, it's 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 something that where people are spending money, they are passionate about it, they do care about it, get the terminology right, and um, and take it from there. But yeah, certainly. A lot of money is being spent every year on coffee and in the coffee niche, billions. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's 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 kind of one of those niches that you can mix with other niches, right? It's uh, you can. You kind of need to sub it down. Yeah. You kind of need to get yeah. into a sub niche. You can't just be like instant coffee or something. People aren't that bothered about. But if you're talking about, um, I don't know, Ethiopian coffee, uh, as everyone I'm sure is aware, coffee is originally from Ethiopia, and there's more genesis of coffee within ethiopia than there are around the rest of the world so uh because the people that found the coffee there they only took out a few different varieties and that's what's grown everywhere whereas there was a lot more variety in ethiopia so there are specialist coffees there are different ways to make coffee you've got um espresso and yeah you know, all these different uh all these different ways of uh of of consuming uh the the coffee so if you can find uh, targets within that and put a design out where people are going to be super motivated to buy it, then yes. But just, you know, yeah, remember that it's a big niche and we're going to need, you're going to need some, uh, some, some good targeting and a, a really good design at this stage uh, to, to target those people effectively. 
No, that's good. Um, we've got another one. A general store or niche store, which is the best for beginners? Niche. Always go for niche. Uh, niche first. Um, it, it just makes sense. You should, if especially if you're a beginner, you need to, if you're running ads, then you need to learn that one niche. You need to learn what your numbers look like. Uh, some niches, you'll get very cheap link clicks and hardly any sales. Other niches, you get quite expensive link clicks, but a lot of those people go on to buy. So if you mix it up too much, um, you're not going to be able to learn your numbers. You're, you're just going to be testing your test one design. You're saying the Mother's Day niche, and then the next time you'll test a design in the hunting niche, and you'll never learn yeah. what was good engagement on one, what was bad engagement on the other. Find something that's, that you think is going to sell really well and uh, and go after that. Don't worry about, oh, well, I don't like coffee or I don't like my mother or I don't know, whatever whatever you've got, uh, any reason. I, I, I don't understand Mother's Day. It's about the money. That's why we're doing this. It's not because you're super passionate about it. If you're super passionate about something, then do it in your free time. Um, if you can find something that's a massively winning niche and you know a lot about it, then that's great. But, you know, if you happen to have a, a – you know, I don't know, whatever, um, a, a, a hobby where nobody else is interested in it or nobody wants to buy, then you're better off with going with something where it's you've got you've got a big audience that are ready to buy and, and, and going after those rather than trying to find a few people that are just like you. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, Robert's just said hello. Hi, Robert. Good to Hi, Robert. Us. And um, I just want to take a second to say to everyone that's potentially watching us on uh, on YouTube, if you do want to start getting involved or you want to see where this sort of conversation is taking place, in the description you can find a link to our Facebook group. And we also have a uh, multi-Facebook ads course. So if you're looking to get involved and take take this opportunity that is Mother's Day, which is literally just around the corner, go and learn how to do Facebook ads and get started. Uh, now is definitely the, the perfect time to sort of get the ball rolling um, absolutely absolutely yeah. so uh now is the time to launch mother's day campaigns uh if you haven't started already then start now and yeah. get them rolling in the united states it's mother's day and a few other places you can easily check that but united states is a big opportunity because it's the big audience if you can get something working there you can really scale it up over the coming days and weeks and uh we should see some huge sales coming in i think we're already starting to see a Big increase in sales uh, uh, around Mother's Day products. So get out there, make it funny, add some custom text, get your targeting right, and uh, start rolling it over. Don't turn off the ads that are at least break even, but you've got to find out what break even means to you first. Yeah. So don't look at the cost, only the cost per purchase. Look at the return on ad spend. Facebook will even give you a number of, of how the value of stuff that you've sold. You want to take that number and you want to detect remove the base prices from that it's all it you can work it out it's super easy so you know exactly what your numbers are um and then you'll be able to really push and scale much harder and as i say the majority of people are going to be turning off ads that are actually winning for them or will be winning with retargeting or yeah. are just keeping going and, and 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 firing that pixel so you can optimize more quickly more is more less is not more here more is more we want more, more, more. So really scale up hard. Keep stuff running that's break even or better. 
low and know your numbers. That's the most important thing. All businesses need to know their numbers, treat it like a yeah. business, get away from the cost per purchase, look at the return on ad spend. It's all in Facebook's reporting or whatever ad platform you're using is reporting, or you can manually do it. It's super easy to work out. Just uh, have a look around how to calculate return on ad spend. And uh, you'll, fi you'll find that you've been turning off a lot of stuff that you shouldn't have done. So stop that right away, leave everything running, scale it up, double it up, and uh, let's crush Mother's Day. Oh, yes, oh, yes. And uh, just, just to wrap it up, if you guys have shown, found any designs that are selling and shown some great promise, feel free to message me, Anna, or Floor within the group, and we'll help you translate that, redesign it, whatever you need to do to help get more sales, get more, 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 as Thomas just said. Um, Thomas, any final words? Anything Anything else to uh, to touch upon? If you're not already selling, head over to motif.com, link in the description, and uh, start your POG, POD journey today. Yeah, sounds good to me. And, um, yeah, see you guys in the group. And, uh, yeah, have a great weekend. And we'll be back next Thursday for another episode for you guys. Take care. Thank bye you. Bye-bye.